Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. So I just finished reading this book called Leading an Inspired Life by Jim Rohn. You can honestly find it on YouTube. That's somewhat of how I finished a whole lot of books in in months. Is I spend my time listening to those books. And then books that I really, really want or I need the hard book, then I'll order it. But yeah, I just finished that book. And towards the end, he says that the interesting, he said a lady asked him at one of his seminars, you know, how did you work? You know, you told us you worked very hard from the age of 25 when you met your mentor and he told you some things to do to 31. And that's when you really started to have your big break. How did you make it and you you know you told us all these steps that seem very simple just being dedicated well how did you get so successful in all these areas and the people around you didn't if you said it's so easy because he does in the book he makes it seem like it's easy in a lot of seminars even him I listen to Bob Proctor. They all pretty much Zig Ziglar. They all pretty much kind of say the same things in different ways. And he said, well, the things that are easy to do are also easy not to do. And I thought that was so. I mean, just very straightforward in a simple way to look at things that things that are easy to do are easy not to do and I'm like wow that's such a simple yet profound statement because when I think about it it is like if you want to get your diet right is it can be easy to start eating healthy and then get on a regimen because now it's a habit that you know 90 95% to 98% of what you eat is food that nourishes your body. Well, it's also very easy not to do that when you're traveling or when you want to just go pick up fast food or when you're already in the habit of eating anything that you want. It's easy not to do that. It can be easy to go to the gym or to work out or to get on your floor if you don't have a gym at home and you know hit some squats hit some floor work hit some crutches you know run in place hit some high knees it's, it can be easy to do that but it's also very easy not to do that to come home and be tired to wake up in just enough time to get ready for work to want to just chill on the weekends when you do have some free time you know it's easy either way it can be easy to read a book or to listen to a book while you in the car we spend a lot of time in our cars or instead of playing music in the background you got an ebook playing but it's also very easy not to it's very easy to just turn something on or to watch TV or to consume things that don't really edify your spirit in any kind of way or broaden your mind. It's easy not to do those things either. 
It's easy to go ahead and set aside time to answer some emails, set aside time at the end of the day or at the very beginning of the day or during your break or during some interval in the day to where you're dedicated to doing that or to getting back at people or looking at things from the past couple of days. But it's also easy not to do that and to hold it off and to procrastinate and to put it off. And I don't want to keep going on and on, but I just thought that that simple yet profound statement was gold. When the lady asked him, you know, if if what you're saying is so simple to do, how come other people around you didn't reach your level of success? And all he said was, well, the things that were easy to do, they easy not to do. And so that led me to think about that each and every day is filled with choices. And we can choose to make the best of the cards we've been dealt. We can choose every day to walk in the direction that we want to go. We can choose to make a different decision, even if we made some mistakes in the past. We can choose to enjoy where we are find contentment we can choose to be accepting we can choose to move forward and to try to find new ways to get to where we need to go or we can choose not to we can choose to be complacent rather than content we can choose to be miserable rather than finding some sense of joy or gratitude we can choose to be unhealthy Rather than choosing to be healthy, we can choose to procrastinate, make excuses, be in denial rather than be in acceptance, rather than work towards what we want, rather than put deadlines on our goals, we can choose not to do so. There's always choices. And, you know, a couple of things got me thinking about this today, not just the book, But I'm in this teacher's group on Facebook. I'm in a couple, actually. And it really just blows my mind how many people get on there and, like, they probably won't call it complaining, but I will complain about how much teachers do versus how much they make, not being appreciated, wanting to work from home. And I'm saying it like this, not to really be sarcastic, but that's how I really feel about it. And the reason I feel that way about it is not because what they feel is invalid or sometimes how I don't even think that way. Like, dang, they they do need to pay teachers more. It's just that I don't I can't make sense out of complaining something about that you already knew what the deal was when you signed on, you know, like I can't, I can't, I can't even allow myself to sit here and mope and sulk about something that I knew coming into the profession. And a lot of these people been in the profession for 10, 11, 15 years and still are staying, but yet you're complaining about something that year after year after year You're deciding to still do. Nobody's keeping you here. (laughs) You know, like that, that really baffles me. Nobody's keeping you here, but this is what you want to get on a Facebook page 
and complain about every single day like the world owes you something, that the government owes you something, that life owes you something because of the service you're choosing to put in for the amount of pay that you are getting. That will not make sense to me. And and it may be people listening to this who you are on their side and feel like I'm being too harsh. But to me, that type of mindset is why they'll always be where they are. They'll never have the greater opportunities to start earning money in their sleep while they're teaching or to really get in a position where they can actually love and appreciate what they do and money will just be flowing in or they won't be worried about how much money they make because there's no way that you can have more coming in but have a lack mindset and choose to do something for years that you feel like you're not being valued at. That doesn't make sense to me. Now, yes, of course, I'm in the same boat. I want to make more money, but I'm also not going to complain about what I'm making now because I also know that I have full control of my life and I have every opportunity available to me to do other things, to create the life that I want, to work in a way that I know that in a couple of years, the situation going to be different. My mindset is on something very different. But if your mindset is on somebody ought to hand you something because you think you deserve and because of the amount of work you do, you're sadly mistaken. And I'm bringing this up because that's 98 percent of the population. People think the world owes them something or they'll stay somewhere and act like they're a victim to life. You're getting on this page every single day complaining about the same exact thing that you chose and that you continue to choose. That doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. And I keep saying it doesn't make sense because I really can't think of any other words that doesn't make sense to me. And I keep saying that because if you're listening to this content, please get off that boat. Please don't be on that boat. And please see that type of mindset as ignorance. And when I say ignorance, I don't mean it in a derogatory sense like dumb. I just mean it lacks wisdom and understanding that we have full control and autonomy in our lives. And that what we speak, what we think That's what we're creating more of. So if you're sitting in a position like somebody owes you something because you feel like you're doing maximum amount of work and you should be getting paid more, you have to really assess what value you are getting and can the value that you're giving be easily replaced? Because if it can, then that means then there is more work for you to do to add value to yourself, to add value in a place where you can't easily be replaced or people see your value to want to pay you more for what it is that you're offering the marketplace. That's simple math. There are teachers who are getting paid more. There are teachers who probably not teachers in the classroom, but they're teachers with their online classes. They're teachers, you know, I look at Oprah, she's a teacher. I look at Ayala Van Zandt, she's a teacher. There are multiple opportunities to do multiple other things, but you'll never get those downloads, those divine, godly, 
ideas and downloads if you have the mindset that you're just supposed to be handed something and what you have isn't enough because the world the universe will continue to perpetuate what you think what you grieve and what you mourn about this is not enough I deserve more but I'm not willing to become more that doesn't make any sense And so tonight's conversation was just an encouragement. Don't put off today. Don't put off until tomorrow what you can do today. And I'm making this podcast at 11.37 at night on a Tuesday night. So if you listen to this late, I don't mean literally right now. I mean, unless it's right now. But what I do mean is that every single day, If you have a vision for your life, every single day you ought to be taking at least one step towards that direction. Even if it's just showing up at your job in a way of the person that you see yourself as if you were at your dream job. Every single day right now, I don't see myself in the next 10 years working full time at a school. I don't see that for myself, though I love what I do. I don't see that for myself. I have other plans and what I want to do and how I see myself teaching. But there are things that I have to do and skills that I can develop that'll teach me that. So if I showed up to work every day and waiting on my principal to keep me enthused, my leadership to give me a an assignment that's going to intrigue me, that's going to challenge me. If I go to work waiting on them to see me and to encourage me, I've probably been in quit. Because oftentimes, just to be really transparent, like, no, (laughs) no. Because sometimes a lot of things are last minute. A lot of things can be unorganized. A lot of things can be chaotic. And it's not just on them. It's just how sometimes schools can run or whatnot. Like there's just a lot going on to where if I hung up my self-esteem and my ability to take initiative in my life and my, you know, desires on them to move ahead I wouldn't be making any type of progress. I'm the one who has to take initiative when I want to take a project on. I'm the one who has to take initiative and ask questions if I'm trying to look for money for this program or that program. I'm the one who got to ask questions. I'm the one if I want to start a club, I got to go down to the district and get somebody to mentor me like I'm I'm taking initiative doing that. Not because my principal down my throat, encouraging me to do that direction or holding me to a standard. She worried about the math and reading scores (laughs) like most principals are, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's just certain things that if I waited on somebody else to encourage me, if I waited on somebody else to make sure I'm staying in alignment with the goals that I have for myself, 
in this position of life and where I'm going, I wouldn't be going anywhere. I wouldn't be making any progress. Nobody's making me read any new books or continue to learn outside of school since I've graduated. Nobody's telling me to still take class and to really train my students and continue to train myself. Nobody's telling me to go to conventions and sign up for newsletters and continue to learn and go to conferences. Nobody's telling me to do that, those things. I do those things because I have vision, a vision for my life. And as long as I'm waiting on somebody else to pull the strings, pull the cord or to see me or to see the value that I'm offering, I'm not going to get far. Because everybody's worried about themselves and some people don't even have great plans for themselves. So why would I allow them to have the plans I need for me done? No. No. So I encourage you the same thing. It's time to cut out the procrastination and put actions towards your plans. We've already talked about that. Don't put off. Till tomorrow, what you can do today. Because like it said in this book, the things that are easy to do are also easy not to do. And majority of people want something for nothing. They want to be rewarded. They want a top level of pay, but produce nothing. It doesn't matter what you say you're worth. It doesn't matter what you say your value is. It doesn't matter what you say you can do, but yet there's no proof of it. You've only shown up in a mediocre way. You've only shown up with your hand out, but not giving or putting in anything. And you have to put in something before you get out. Just like if you go to a vending machine, they want the money before they exchange whatever it is you're trying to get out. Life works in the same way. A lot of people got their handouts saying, give me this and then I'll do the work. It's like, no, you got to do the work first and then you'll be recognized for that work. So a lot of people got it backwards. They need to be paying me this. They need to be paying for what? You've been doing the same curriculum for the past 10, 15 years. For what? What's the last time you read a book that wasn't assigned to you? When's the last time you offered to take on more work? You leave work and go straight home and turn on Real Housewives. But you think you ought to be getting paid more. Come on now. Like people want something for nothing. And it doesn't mean, you know, overwork yourself. But whatever you're working towards, you need to make sure you're doing your absolute best. And that you're not taking any shortcuts. Because if you want the absolute best out of life, like you got to show up your absolute best. But you can't be going mediocre and then doing whatever you wanted to do, but then want the people who you supposed to be showing value to to just be able to see your value or go off your word. No, they need to see it to believe it. They need to see what you're working with and you're not working for them. You act like you're working for yourself. I show up at my job because I'm working for myself. If I wait to show up early to get 
recognition from my admin. It won't happen because I show up to work before them every single day. So you can't wait on other people to get into your bag of excellence because it's not going to happen. And even if it does, you're going to always need their blessing or their co-sign in order for you to continue to move in the direction that you already know you need to move. They God didn't give them the vision for your life. Only you're supposed to see and then you're supposed to let other people see based on what you began to produce. So that's all I have for y'all tonight. What can and is easy can also be easy not to do. So it's time to cut out, putting off till tomorrow what you can do today. It's time out for abdicating responsibility. It's time out for having your hand out but not producing anything of great value to anybody else. It's time out to stop letting your mouth do most of the talking when your body is not doing much walking and your hands are not doing that much producing. It's time to let your actions and your work speak for itself. So I love y'all so much. Um, If you want to reach out to me, my information is on my website at WhitleyNGreen.com. My blog is also there. Wondering Whitley on Facebook and Instagram, The Feminine Arts Academy on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. If you're listening to this on YouTube, because I started posting some of the videos, some of the videos I think are not uploaded even when I just kind of put my YouTube link on there for them all to upload. So these episodes, Wondering Whitley, is also on Spotify and on the Anchor app. I'm not sure what other... platforms they're on but those are the two that I know and then with with hooray is my personal page if you want to follow me there in the arts feminine on twitter I love y'all so much and remember get in alignment and receive your assignment talk to you soon